art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. He resonates there. 4 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8. In verse 9, David went, he had 600 men that were with him, and came to Brook Besor. And where those that were left, you know, you know, stay behind. And then in verse 10, David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over. I mean, that was strange to me. Your wife has been taken away, and now here you are, to cross the group, you became too tired. The Bible says they were faint. They couldn't go for it. God told them, go for it. I have a plan for you. I have a blessing for you. This is my plan for you this year. I want you to go for it. I want you to get that business done. I want you to get that stuff done. And they were faint. If the word of the Lord hasn't come, fine enough. But the word of the Lord came. And yet, they were faint. It is, I think that is a tragedy of our generation. Giving up so easily, just fainting, just abandoning what God has told you to do because of you know some little provocations or because of things that look like opposites of what you're expecting. Wow, this is not gonna work. And you just give up and leave it and just leave it like that. No, that is not the template for this year. The template or the blueprint for this year requires that you don't give up. And that is why I'm speaking to us this morning on the dangers of fainting. You cannot afford to faint. To faint means to pass out. So I want to give you a brand new car for you fainted. You're not going to be able to get that car here because you're already passed out. Let me tell you, don't pass out on God. Yeah, don't. Because pursuit requires some energy. You agree with that? You don't have to run. You need energy. So there will be tendency for you to get tired, but you can't afford to get tired. So these guys were faint, and they stayed behind. This year, you will not stay behind. Amen. Oh, that I can't even hear you. Amen. This year, you will not stay behind. Amen. So they, they, were, they were faint, they could not go over. They abode behind. The word abide in the literal Hebrew means to take permanent residence. They were not going to just rest for a while and then move the next day. No, they just camped there for, for life. They took permanent residence. They forgot about their dreams. They forgot about their vision. They forgot about the things that God spoke to, him, to them about. They forgot about the things that excited them when they first gave their life to Jesus and came to know the Lord. They forgot about all those things. They just settled for mediocrity, they settle for nothingness, they settle for oh, this is where Nigeria has gotten us, let's just cooperate with it and flow with it. It's a year of pursuit. 
It's a year of driving yourself. It's a year of improving yourself. It's a year of self-development. It's a year of studying more. If you have to go do your master's, you go do it. If you have to go uh, do some certification, that's what this year is all about. It's a year to press, to stretch, to go forward, to get better. Is somebody with me? The dangers of fainting, because it's dangerous to faint this year. You will not be left behind. Amen. I can't hear you. Amen. Amen. In Genesis chapter 25, Genesis chapter 25, and verse 29. And Jacob, can you give me more than King James Version? And Jacob boiled soup. You don't know whether it's Afan soup or a Dekai Kong or a Kusi. Why are we finished a Kusi? And Esau came from the field and he was what? He was faint. He came from the field and he was faint. That's verse 29 of Genesis 25. And then in verse 30, and Esau said to Jacob, I beg you, let me eat of the red, I told you this, I can to be able to see the red soup, for I am faint. Therefore his name was called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me your bite right for today. I mean for a goosey soup. We don't even know what he was going to eat it with. All he, all he had there was soup. And the guy smelled the soup and his life never remained the same again. Sell me your bite right today. Jacob was literally asking his brother, I want to be the firstborn. You become the secondborn. And, and, and Esau said, behold, I'm at the point of dying. What profit shall this birthright be to me? So, you see, fainting. You see, his problem began because it was faint. Fainting can make you lose the reason. Fainting can make you exchange something precious for temporal enjoyment. Fainting can push a man to throw away the most valuable thing in his life in exchange for ephemeral things that is not going to last. Fainting can make a man come to a point and begin to think like a little child. Ask no reasoning again. He said, what, what benefit is that right? What, what, what's it going to do for me? Remember that all these people, as young, when they were young, they were all schooled and taught on the importance of uh, blessing. That comes from the father, birthright, position, and all. So he has an idea. We say, what, what profit? Because he was faint. And Jacob went ahead and swear to me this day. Because he couldn't believe his brother was going to be serious. For soup, swear to me this day. And he swore to him and he sold his birthright to Jacob. Not for one millionaire. Not even for 500k. Not even for 100k. Not even 50k. Not even 10k. Not even 1k. So, you see the problem of fainting. I've told you about three things from this verse. What fainting can do. How, how dangerous fainting can be. It can make you lose your mind. It can make you lose your mind. Eh, I know I'm born again. I know I'm born again. But let, let's just quickly have this says. It's because you are faint. Something you don't want, you will not ordinarily do in your dreams. When you are faint, you will do it. See why you can't afford to be faint this year. When somebody is faint, what actually happened? Proverbs 24, 20. If thou faint in the day of adversity, what did he say there? He says your strength is what? It's small. Give us message translation. See, see what it says. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, 
There wasn't much to you in the first place. If you, if you faint at any little provocation, something little happened, I'm not going to church for the next one month. That's fainting. I'm saying if you do that, there wasn't much to you. So the reason we faint is not because we have walked a lot. We faint because the strength is small. Hey, am I not supposed to be tired? Look at all the work I've been doing for, 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 for the last five years. I know what I've gone through. So that's why you are faint. No, you, you, you don't faint because of what you went through. You faint because your strength was small. So the issue is not to give yourself excuses like, if things have been better, I wouldn't be this tired. So the core of the issue is, I can't play with strength this year. I've got to go for strength. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is what? So my joy must be intact in order for my strength to be in place if my strength is in place and my strength is not small in quotes i will not faint if go back to kgv if thou faint in the day of adversity the reason is small strength forget about all the excuses you have uh, it's because uh, my parents did not do this uh, it's because this uh, the reason i'm sleeping around is because i don't have money to eat what will i what will i now eat i have to go and meet that man if i don't meet him there's no and then you have all kind of excuses for the things you do but the bible says that's not why you fainted the reason you faint is because you've not been paying attention to your strength and you see i'm going to need all the strength i need this year because god says i should what pursue so let's assume i pursue and then i'm able to overtake and then recover stops in this january does it mean by february i should stop pursuing no you keep on pursuing till december 31st and you keep on overcoming say amen, amen. and you keep on recovering amen. all that has been lost in the last 5 10 15 20 years there's going to be recovery in the name of jesus that's what the bible says believe it that's the word of the lord for us no more fainting no more going down no more it's not going to happen you tell yourself no it's not going to happen this year going down then coming up again then start your day with repentance and then before you know it one week after you are down again and then you come up again and you are full of fire and the next two weeks you are down again and you are going through moments of depression and then getting back in god and then going back again no more not me why because you have strength you have strength are you still with me you have strength you can't afford to faint this year when somebody faints what happens he passes out he's sleeping sleeping slept off you will not sleep off on god this year when the angels that distribute blessings are in place to give you your blessing you'll be alive to receive it and the devil is a bad devil he knows by experience not by being omniscient he knows by experience when you are close to your breakthrough and it will cause you to, it will always try to cause you to faint in order to miss that blessing and then continue to cause god and blame god for your woes i don't think this thing is working the devil knows if, if if there's a miracle there's a blessing there's a breakthrough there's an open door there's a promotion there's an increase the devil knows you are going to trust more in god so his strategy is to cause you to faint so that you can miss the opportunity of that blessing and then you are caught off the more from god and then you faint the more i'm like why you just permanently faint because the point like this guy Esau, he was going to just permanently faint until his father explained to him that 
Don't you understand? Said, God, please. The Bible says he cried for it. But he could no longer find it. He told his father, please, just one blessing. He already sold it while he was faint. He announced it with his mouth. He said, I am now faint. Give me soup. Give me soup. You see, you can't afford to just drop God like hot potatoes. Just because you are at a position where you need something. You need some money quickly. You need some this. You need that. And then you, you just forget about God. In order to get that stuff. You are going to need God later. And when his son needed God later, his, his father told him, Sorry, I have given all the blessing to your brother. He said, Don't you have just one blessing for me? And the father said, No, you, you know how this thing works. You are going to serve your brother. He said, however, if you come to a point when you are restless, you can pursue, overtake, and recover. He said, when you come to that point of restlessness, you will break his dominion of your life. Tell your neighbor, we've got to run this year. Shout it, I'm running this year! Glory to God. No fainting this year. No, 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 no. Any little thing like this, you have fainted. Any little thing like this, you just pass out. And God is looking at you. Look at the person I've invested my strength in. Eh? If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. You know what the devil will tell you? The devil will tell you it is okay to be human. You can faint in the day of adversity. Uh -uh. You're a human being now. Ah, Don't kill yourself. It's, It's normal. Faint. Don't go to church. Let them look for you. You see now. Sunday, they don't go to church. Nobody asks after you. You see, that church, they don't love you. Did they call you? Ah, I told you, they just, it's just your offering they want. They are not interested in your life. Did anybody call you? Did they visit you? Did anybody send you SMS? That's the devil at work. It will play with your mind. Play with your mind and, and dance around with your mind and make suggestions and tell your kind of stuff to confuse you the more. See, because when you're in the process of fainting, anything can happen. When somebody faints and passes, it can pour water on his mouth. If the fainting is too deep, it won't know. You'll be licking it. The devil, when you are in that fainting position, anything goes. Slap you like this. Uh, be careful. You are fainting. You can't do anything. That's why he so said, what is, what is bad right? Bad right to hell with bad right. Can you, can you steal? And yet he knew the significance of it. If he didn't know the significance of it, why was he crying for it? Why didn't he tell us that it's bad right? Oh, leave that side. He wept. The Bible says he cried for him, but it was too late. And the Bible says we should not be profane like Esau, who for a muscle of meat sold his birthright. You will not sell your birthright. Don't. Don't compromise in any way. Are you still with me? The topic is the dangers of fainting. And we are looking at some powerful scriptures here. Can we go forward? Say with me, I'm not going to faint this year. No, 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 no. There's no fainting anywhere. Glory to God. Give me Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 28. Hast thou not known that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, what's the next thing he said? Fainteth not. Neither is what? There is no searching of his understanding. The God that we serve doesn't faint. It's never wearied. If God faints for one minute, we are all dead. Alright. So, 
It's the Bible says God does not faint. Now in verse 29, look at it. He giveth power to the faint. Because he doesn't faint, he doesn't want us to faint. So when he sees anybody, it's not that you, you won't get to that point when you really want to faint. You will, you will come to that point. Yeah. But he giveth power to who? To the faint. In other words, the solution to fainting of Esau is not soup. You should have empowered. <laughs> well, he said, give me soup. Are you following? God giveth what? Power! To the faint, rather. And to them that have no might, he does what? He increases strength. So, he increases it. So, strength has levels, really. Strength can actually be measured. You remember that scripture says, if you if you're faint in the day of adversity, your strength is like this. It's small. It's diminutive. But God can increase. Come on, say increase. Yeah, God can top up your strength when you allow him. Because he himself, he doesn't faint. He doesn't want you to faint. And that's what happened with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, well, but let your will be done. And the Bible says, and God sent angels to Jesus Christ. And they strengthened him. It was at that point he needed strength. Because he was getting to the point where he was going to just give up. God sent angels. See, there are angels whose sole purpose is to supply strength when you ask for it. See, at that time when you are faint financially and you decide to go and beg or borrow or do some nasty stuff that you're not supposed to do as a child of God, there's still, there's this, there's still other option of angels in charge of finances that can increase and top up your account. But you never ask. You never ask. He giveth power to the faint. I pray for every faint bank account. God will give power to it. Amen. Your amen is loud on this one. You want God to touch your GTB account? God can do it. He will give you an idea. And executing that idea can bring millions. May millions flow in your direction. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Uh, before it happens, you have to see it. If you, can't, if you don't see it, it will never come. And before you can see, you have to take yourself away from the level of, uh, if somebody can just give you money now. Ah! Stop dreaming all those funny dreams. Ah! If somebody can just, as I'm going, someone can just see me like this and just say, come, take. Stop thinking like that. Stop thinking. God is not a magician. God is supernatural, but he's not a magician. Before you pray, just kind of bring, show me the work of your hands. Show me what you do. So what you do becomes an avenue through which God can bless you. Your giftings, your talent, your skill set is what God will use. What are you doing? Ah, I just want somebody to bless me now. Last Sunday, no, he's not paid tight, he's not paid offering. It's a waste of time prayer. Are you following me? God blesses you through the works of your hands. Your efforts whatsoever you lay your hands upon shall prosper there's no job nothing just stay at home and you're hoping for somebody are you following me you know what the scripture says well the scripture cannot negate itself say if you will not work you should know what uh, if you will not work you won't eat that's what the bible says if a jobless kind of somebody he said you don't eat there, there, won't, there won't be food on the table but if you are making effort whatever you are doing and then you trust God for the supernatural. God can cause his blessing to rest upon you. When the supernatural happened and 
Jesus told the disciples, go to the seaside, the first fish you catch, check them out, you'll see money there. They have to go and catch the fish. Why can't they say, just put that basket there, Pew! fish appear, open them out, there's money there. No, they go to the seaside. So there's work, and then there's supernatural. Are you still with me? Even the youths, verse 30, they shall faint and be weary. These youths, they don't know God. Young men who don't know God, they shall utterly fall. He said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall what? So there's a place of renewal of strength. Otherwise, you will faint. Oh, you're going to faint. When you see that you're about to faint, you go and renew your strength. So the guy tested you and said, hey, babe, how far? What are you doing now? Can you show up now? And then you feel like going. You are what? You are fainting. The solution eh, is not to say, eh, what is what what should be just for us to stay together and talk? We'll not do anything. That's what Jesus did. What's bad right? Strength will come from within. If you me, go, come, come to your place for what? No, sorry, I can't. Suddenly, your value for God increases over that particular action you're about to take. What did you just do? You just increase your strength. Are you still with me? They will renew. Come and say they will renew. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. They will not be weary. They shall walk. They shall not faint. I love the part that said they shall run. They shall run. They will not be weary because pursuing requires running. Meaning that in God there's a place of running from now till December 31st without getting wearied in the process. Are you following me? Amplified version says verse 31. But those who wait upon the Lord, who expect and look for and hope in Him, they will change and renew their strength and power. They will lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles. They will mount up to the sun. They shall run and they will not be weary. They will walk and they will not faint or become tired. Anybody getting blessed? Alright, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Quickly, quickly. I'll just show you this scripture. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 1 says, Therefore, seeing that we have this ministry. What ministry? It's talking about the mercy of God that we have received to follow His plan for our life. He says, as we have received mercy, we what? We faint not. We, we make up our mind not to faint. It's a decision, people of God. And this year, I'm not going to faint. And then in verse 2, it tells us how not to faint. He says, I've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Come on, say no dishonesty this year. I'm going to be truthful. I've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. I'm not going to walk in craftiness. Those are the things that make you faint, people of God. I will not undo the word of God deceitfully. People can use the scripture to do anything they want. You can use the scripture, you can twist it and manipulate it for your pleasure at any particular point in time. People can use scripture to sleep around. This guy, he begat, he begat, he begat, he begat, he begat, he begat. I only have three baby mamas. Let me have two more. Say, David had two wives. Even if I have four, that scripture we are reading for Samuel chapter 30, he and they took his two wives. Ah. You are handling the word of God because you really know the truth, but for the sake of what you want to do at that time, you twist it. He said, we have renounced all those. That's how not to faint. He said, but by manifestation of the truth, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. In other words, look, when it comes to the, the, the things we do that are wrong, our conscience tells us. So you follow your conscience. You listen to what your conscience is telling you. And then you just refuse to compromise. Are you following me? 2 Corinthians 4.16. 4.16. 
still in that same chapter kjv it says for this cause we faint not come on say we faint not he said even though our outward man is perishing the inward man is being renewed he said our light affliction whatever we're going through is light come on say it's light it, but it is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory and because it, whatever we go through in terms of tests and trials oh there's no money to eat oh everything is dry oh everything is this he said look if you refuse to faint it's working out something that is eternal eternal weight of glory and that in is exceeding it's powerful in other words a time of harvest increase maximum blessing is coming when you refuse to faint you with me just one more last verse galatians chapter 6 verse 9 and then we'll close first service here Anybody blessed here this morning? Verse 9 of Galatians says, Let us not be weary. Come on, say, I won't be weary. In what? In well-doing. Because in due season, we shall what? If. Now, see all the elements in that scripture. Don't rush it. It's advising you, don't be weary. Weariness is tiredness, right? You can even almost substitute for fainting. So don't be weary. But the difference between weariness and tiredness and fainting is that when you are weary, you have not fainted. When you are when you faint, you have been wearied and you have fainted. You understand? You understand? So he said, do not be weary in well doing. Well doing is, for example, you are you are helping somebody out and the person did not say thank you. The person has a bad attitude. He said, don't get weary in well doing. Do you know a lot of people who are good or who have intentions to be good? They close up their door of benevolence because of some people's attitude. So when some other people show up and say, please, I don't do that again because of the last experience I had. I was trying to help somebody. He ended up stealing my stuff. Took my checkbooks away. So sorry, I don't do it again. That person got weary. You see, you don't get weary because of what people do or what they don't do. You, you know, because what God asks you to do, you do. Have I gone to the point when I want to get weary as a pastor? Many times. But I refuse to get weary. Have I been, has there been a time when I wake up in the morning as a pastor of the church, I don't feel like going to church? Yes. I know David said I was glad when they said, let's come to the house of the Lord. But there was a time I was not glad. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. He said, but I still have to what? I refuse to be weary in well-doing. He said, because in due season come and say due season we shall what ah there's nothing good you do that there won't be a harvest of it but notice what he now says. he said we shall reap he now say if there's a condition if what faint not in other words somebody can be well doing well doing well doing and then it's time for him to reap it's fainted the angels are there with all the harvest and they turn back because the guy has fainted this year you will not faint. Ah, turn it to prayer. I will not faint this year. Talk to God. I will not faint this year. No, no, no fainting this year. No, 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 no. I will not faint this year. Pray out loud. Let me hear your voice. I will not faint this year. I will not faint this year. I refuse to be faint this year. In the name of Jesus, I will not faint this year. I will not faint this year. I will not. I will not. Halaba shatake to siya. Deskala gadisu sufrene pagesh. Elari zanto shabakrile pohinanisia. I will not faint this year. I will not. I will not faint this year. In Jesus' 
mighty name we pray i prophesy into your life this morning every spirit of weariness is crushed in your life in jesus name any demonic power that is assigned to you at different junctions of life to weary you they are caused in the name of jesus every attempt of hell all is planned to keep you going up and down up and down up and down we terminate such plans in the name of jesus this year i release over your life stability in the name of jesus this year we throw the anchor of your soul deep down into the waters of the covenant that you will not be tossed to and fro in the name of jesus demonic spirit that causes that cause fainting that cause the give up spirit will come against you in the name of jesus lose your grip over these people receive strength right now the bible says god increased strength your strength is increased now there's clarity in your eyes right now the eyes of your understanding are opened right now the realities of god done upon your soul right now in jesus mighty name we pray and everybody shout hallelujah this message is brought to you by dunamis and sophia and part of the church of the lord jesus christ shouts of the center jesus and hope's club an online ministry to singles and married couples connect with us Instagram. At Pastor Dunamis. At Pastor Sophia Bola. At Shouts of Grace Center. At KC underscore global. On Facebook at KC Global. On YouTube at Dunamis Tunde On MixLR at KC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhopes.com. Via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com. To partner with us, kissesandhugs.com slash partnership.